Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur, where we sit down with visionaries, trailblazers, and entrepreneurs and discover why and how they do what they do. We'll get the backstory, plus plenty of life and business lessons along the way. Here's your host, Matt Browning. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to The Driven Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Matt Browning, and we are here this week kicking butt, taking names, and doing what entrepreneurs do. We are launching products. We're launching ideas. We are taking care of the people in our tribe. And this week, my guest, very, very special guest. I love guests that send swag. And I had the privilege of taking this swag with me on a recent trip. I'll tell you all about that in a second. My guest this week is Kelly Belknap. And Kelly's a co-founder of the Adventurous Backpack Company. And he has co-founded this with his wife, Matilda. It's a brand new backpack company founded in 2017. So they're a couple years old as we record this. And the cool thing about these backpacks is it designs a minimalist backpack all for travel. But it's also the kind of backpack that you'd see, you know, any, any millennial from, you know, I don't know, from 15 to, to 35, 45 years old. I don't know if that's a millennial anymore, but you'd see these guys hanging out with this backpack in a coffee shop. It's got a space for the laptop. They're really, really cool backpacks. And I brought them with me on a recent trip. And for every backpack purchase, Adventurous provides 25 meals to families in need across the U.S. Since the company's recent launch, the backpacks have been featured on Forbes, Women's Day Magazine, ABC, CBS Television, and the Travel Channel. The Travel Channel uh, said it is the backpack to have. Looking for the quote from the Travel Channel, the perfect travel backpack for under 100 bucks. So right now, there's this big, big push of, uh, of expensive, uh, really expensive luggage. And I want to ask Kelly all about that. But first, Kelly, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks, Matt, for having me. And I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Yeah, you are. You're coming uh, from Denver right now, right? Exactly. Over here, it's, it's great. It's like uh, 70 degrees right now, so I can't complain. No, you know, even, well, I, I'm in Grand Rapids now, and it's going to be 70 today. One of the first awesome. few days, so we are officially in spring. It's a good time, uh, really, to be anywhere, uh, anywhere in the world. And wherever you are in the world, you want to have your stuff with you, but just in, just enough stuff, right? We were just talking about that before we went to uh, live. Exactly. I was talking about the old <laughs> backpack. So I'm looking at two backpacks right now. I'm sitting in my office right now. I'm looking at two. I have one um, that has like every compartment known to man, and it has two different things, and it has. Uh -huh like everything, right? So I ended up bringing with me on this, on the last trip, I brought two laptops. I brought my podcast kit. I brought jackets. I brought mints. I brought Tums. I brought uh, like everything I could imagine. I brought a Nintendo DS for my kid. Everything's in there. And the thing was so heavy, like he couldn't pick it up. It was so funny. We're sitting trying to get food at the airport. And I said, Hey, move our backpacks over. And he picks mine up with two hands and like drags it an inch off the ground. <laughs> That's not the case when I used your backpack. The adventurous <laughs> backpack. I didn't have to bring as much uh, stuff. And I found it was actually quite useful. I packed other things in my suitcase and I brought this thing with me. It was perfect on the train, on the plane. It fit under the seat super easy with leg room. It was cool. So tell me about the, the whole concept of why in the world would you get into the backpack business? In It's a crowded marketplace. Why are you in it? Um, and why would you say, here's a problem I can solve, obviously. But why, why the backpack business? 
So um, my wife is from Sweden uh, and we co-founded the company together, as you mentioned. So basically we, we travel back and forth to Sweden multiple times each year to visit her family. And we just love uh, traveling as well. So it was natural for us to have a backpack at all times. We wanted something that was uh, high quality, obviously, and we wanted something fashionable too. But it seemed like whenever we looked and found a backpack that met those criteria that was high quality, fashionable, um, it was always with a fairly large price tag that was out of our range, you know, uh, over $100, 150 200 sometimes even more than that. So um, basically, we wanted to create a high quality backpack with minimalist design from my wife's country of uh, Sweden. Uh, so a little Scandinavian design and we wanted it to be less than a hundred dollars. So, um, that's why less than a hundred dollars. Was that just an arbitrary number? Was that based on market research or was it just like the feeling of, I don't want to pay more than a hundred bucks for a dang bag. <laughs> exactly. We, we just felt like, you know, even high quality and zippers, like the two ingredients of a, a backpack, uh, fabric and zippers shouldn't cost more than a hundred dollars, even if it's super high quality. So, um, yeah. It was kind of just the feeling, the gut feeling. And, guys, and you can see, you know, uh, like on your Instagram, you have adventurist backpacks, adventurist backpacks uh, on Instagram. You have, you know, photos of like real people kind of cruising around the world and traveling with these things. You can see a bunch of pictures of uh, the different colors. It kind of reminds me of, and take this as a compliment, like in California, In-N-Out Burger is like the, uh, the cult classic burger joint. And one of the reasons they're so good is, you know, it's like you get hamburger, cheeseburger, fries, very, very simple menu. And you don't have 1500 different versions of this thing. You know, you have one version, you have two new versions coming out, a bigger one and a smaller one. Um, when you, so the idea to launch just with a simple one, is that, is that a pretty common normal? I've never launched a product before. Tell me a little bit about the decision making uh, process going into launching a product, um, where to start, uh, how many color ranges to pick. Uh, cause you didn't do like a Kickstarter. You didn't get a, uh, an inheritance from grandma. Did you like where, where did the funding come from? And tell me a little bit about the, the choices you're making in the very beginning on how to launch this thing. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, well, first of all, I love in and out burgers. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> menu is great. And I love the minimalist burger style. So, um, but yeah, so when we were minimalist burger <laughs> and you're the minimalist backpack, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Unless you get it animal style, I guess. And then it's, uh, you know, well, we won't go there, but <laughs> so with our backpack, uh, basically, yeah, like you mentioned, we didn't have uh, any investors uh, in the in the typical sense? My parents did uh, give us uh, about three thousand dollars when we started, and we also used three thousand dollars from our own savings. So it was about six thousand dollars total that we used to order our first round of backpacks. And so basically, um, my wife and I don't have any background in. Uh, design or uh, entrepreneurship or really any sort of business. So um, we sat down with like a piece of graph paper and one of those little pencils you get from Ikea. And we just started, you know, drawing out our, you know, what looked like our dream backpack. Uh, and basically, uh, 
went from there. My, my wife, Matilda, did have a little bit of background in interior design. So, and she's from Sweden, so she naturally just has good style. But uh, other than that, <laughs> no, no experience. So with no experience and a, a piece of graph paper, that like, it almost baffles me, but I love it. <laughs> because I mean, here's like that's how I started everything for me. The first time yeah. I, I put together a, a seminar or training, it was on a cocktail napkin in in a <laughs> bar in in Gold Coast, Australia. I was visiting friends, and they said, well, "Why don't you do this?" And I said, "You know, that's a good idea." And I mapped out on a cocktail napkin. Here's what we could do, and then I just started offering it, and people started taking it. When when you have six thousand dollars as a as a launching budget for a startup business, I want everyone to hear this right now. That's not a ton of money. And you don't have money for, I don't know, like employees. You don't have money for office space. And all, obviously, you know, and we know some of the other stories. We know the stories of like Tom Shoe starting in the apartment and whatnot. What did your um, living situation look like when you're launching this? And how many backpacks did you get in your first round? Walk me through kind of the early days. Like, I don't know, the first, you know, few weeks, few months of adventurous backpacks. So um, we spent the $6,000 completely on, uh, on product. So after we bought, uh, it was 900 backpacks that we bought with the $6,000. Wow. Um, and we had no money left over after that for marketing or advertising or really anything. So we knew we were going to have to get creative. Uh, and uh, yeah, so at the, at the time and actually still today, we live uh, in our 600 square foot apartment in uh, n- close to downtown Denver. Uh, and so, yeah, there's not a whole lot of room. Luckily, my parents live about 40 minutes south of Denver. And so we're able to use their basement as our uh, adventurous backpack company warehouse. No so, way. Are they in Colorado Springs or where are they at? So they're in a, a town called Parker. It's actually, it's about halfway between Colorado Springs and Denver. Gotcha. Man, that is cool. So you go down 40 minutes to get to the warehouse. Exactly. Yep. So we, uh, we drive down there at least once a week uh, to, you know, restock. So our, our apartment is still full of boxes because, uh, you know, we, we take a few each time uh, we're down there and, you know, throughout the weeks. But we're, we're lucky that we're able to use their space as a warehouse or else we would have our, you know, entire apartment filled with boxes. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so now you, you, you set up basically Instagram is the main marketing piece, which I love too. So I'm just looking at it now and, you know, I, so I'm a big follower of your Instagram page, um, mostly because it's just beautiful. You don't just have, like, here's what most people do, and you're doing it different. What, what most product companies do is they have, like, sales and spiffs and uh, graphics and everything. You just have gorgeous pictures of city and mostly naturescape, and there's people with your backpacks on. Um, you know, I'm looking at, I don't know, this looks like Moab or something. It's probably not, uh, but you know, <laughs> canyoneering. You, look, you have places that look like the Alps to Hawaii. You got... People walking with their babies. Wait a minute, is that you? Guys? Is that you guys? I think it no, is. no, no. It's a uh, it's someone else, but uh, yeah, not, yeah, not we, the baby, but the next one. I, I see. Yeah, yeah, that is you guys. I remember asking. Oh yeah, this. yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. So tell, yeah, yeah. tell me about the idea of you and your wife being <laughs> also Instagram models. <laughs> yeah, so that's a that's a first. Um, but 
So being millennials, uh, I'm 27 years old and Matilda is 24. So um, naturally, with no uh, budget for marketing or advertising, we turned to social media. We knew it was the one free thing we could do to promote our company and get the word out there about our backpacks. Uh, So using Instagram, uh, even before we started getting uh, those 900 backpacks, our first uh, order of backpacks, we started an Instagram profile and we had the sample backpack uh, that we uh, based our order off of. And we just started going around and taking pictures of it uh, whenever we traveled or hiked anywhere. And so basically um, we knew that we would have to use social media to our advantage if we were going to sell any backpack. So first of all, um, we reached out to influencers on Instagram uh, who we would write a message to them on Instagram and say, hey, uh, we don't have any money to pay you to promote our new product, but we do provide meals for each backpack sold. And we will provide these meals still. If you'd like a backpack, we'd love to send you one. And if you like it, maybe you can post it on your uh, Instagram page. And so about you know 90% of everyone that we reached out to was super excited about it and uh and actually posted on their Instagram which we were you know we were excited about because we didn't think we'd get that many responses from these people with like 10 20,000 followers uh so basically we uh with the help of influencers got the word out about the backpacks we of course uh, would take pictures of each other whenever we went out hiking and traveling. Matilda and I always have our you know iPhone ready to take product pictures. So really, we were just about getting as much content as possible and spreading it throughout you know the Instagram universe. It's amazing, and again, so kudos to you, man. Like you, yeah. To me, I've seen a lot of Instagrams and I've seen a lot of. Uh, product launches and and marketing and everything, but you just do a beautiful job. You know, I look at this and it's like it doesn't feel like marketing at all. It's just it's just something I'd want to follow just because. Like when I, you know, if you're one of these people that you know, you look at your phone first thing in the morning, uh, you look through the Instagram feed. Like this is what I want in my feed because it's inspiring. It's beautiful. I'm seeing people in front of lakes. There's this one gorgeous picture. Again, guys, it's adventurous backpacks on Instagram, and you got you know, looking out the tent to this just amazing landscape of mountain meets, uh, meets ocean. You got canoeing out here, people with a little baby in the backpack. It's outstanding. So, um, I feel <laughs> well, like my janky pictures that I took with your backpack are going to pale in comparison, but I'm going to take it to more places. I'm going to work on this for you. I'm going to see if I can get a picture suited and good enough for your feed. That would be incredible. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're going to be great. <laughs> No, no, no. My mine's not as good, uh, but but I'm but I'm, I'm going to get there. When you, what what inspired the twenty five meals? Um, obviously, I I love it as a as a concept. You know, um, it's the you know you buy this product, you make a difference, and that's something that is not a brand new idea. But you know, t- going back to Tom's again, they did the one for one model because of how they were set up. You picked meals, and you picked twenty five. I'm sure based on cost or something, why did you pick meals? Who do they go to? What was the inspiration for doing that? Was it marketing first and then who should we take care of? Or did you just have a heart for feeding people and you said, how can we feed them? What's the backstory for that? 
Yeah. So we knew, we knew as soon as we wanted to start a business, cause we were definitely entrepreneurs at heart, uh, that we wanted to, uh, do something good along with starting a brand. We wanted it to have a bigger purpose than just, uh, making a great product and, uh, stuff like that. So basically, um, with the 25 meals, uh, it starts with an adventure that we had ourselves um, throughout Europe and South America that Matilda and I went on. And when we were on this uh, trip, we wanted to do something, you know, like random acts of kindness. It just felt like traveling gives you so much and we wanted to do what we could to give back a little bit. Um, and I don't know, we saw videos of those of people doing random acts of kindness and it was just something that we wanted to do as well. Um, so each day we would go by, uh, a supermarket, we would buy, uh, like fruit and bread and other stuff that we could package into individual meals and like paper sacks. And then we would, uh, put those, uh, individual meals, stuff them down into our big backpacking backpacks. And while we were out exploring each day, um, we would just hand the meals out to anyone that we saw that was in need. And so, uh, basically the the amount of meals that we were able to fit into our backpacks was about 25 each day uh, into each of our backpacks. And so really, we wanted to combine that. Like it was later on that we thought, you know, okay, we were handing out meals from our backpacks literally on that trip. Why don't we combine that into that business idea that we had? Because that's the perfect way for us to integrate a social uh, cause into our company. So um, we thought that since we had provided 25 meals from our backpacks and since it worked out financially to provide these through Feeding America, which is the nonprofit we partner with, uh, we also wanted people to have a concrete number uh, that they knew exactly how many people, how many families they were helping by each backpack pur purchase. We didn't want it to be like 10% uh, of you know, the profits, right, right. it's just an abstract number and people don't know how it's actually helping. But, you know, if you have the number of people that you're feeding a meal uh, to, then people are much more likely to help. And we, we think that, you know, the more people in need that we can feed, uh, the better, obviously. That's incredible, man. I'm just, I'm, that, that story, it blows my mind because I, I love how you've tied that in so well. You know, as an entrepreneur, it's like, I like that you can recognize, hey, if we're going to start a business, we want to do something that gives back. We want to help. How should we do that? And goodness sakes, to have the story of the 25 meals fit in a backpack. Like I'm imagining as I look at your backpack now, <laughs> imagine it like full of, you know, um, sack lunches, right? And, and just walking around and handing those out. 25 meals is a ton of meals. That That's, I mean, 25 people fed in a day. That could be that. Or it could be a meal for someone for six months. You know, like if you break that down, just like consider that in your mind. That's feeding a person a meal a day for six months, right? 25 meals. It's half a year. It's incredible. What a good idea. And um, you don't have to actually do all the work for it because that's a whole other business, quite honestly, being able to, to do that. But you started doing it. When, so you said you and, and your wife, Matilda, and she's from Sweden. You guys started off backpacking around and handing meals out the choice for you to go into into business with your wife 
we were talking about uh-huh. that just before we started as well. Um, my wife and I don't do our business together, although she was one of the probably the biggest supporter for years early on. And she, you know, people she laughs when they say, Oh, have you been to Matt's seminars or trainings? And she's like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, for years, like been to everything. But now I I run the business, she runs our home, and you know, and we do ministry work together. There's a lot of things that we do. But the choice for you and your wife to say, let's actually co-found this together. It's me and you, babe, shoulder to shoulder out in the world making this happen. Um, talk to me about the, did you have a conversation about, is this a good idea? Is this right for our marriage? Is this what we dream of? Is, has there been conflict? Walk me through the starting point. And then has, have there been any I don't know, highs or lows to, to doing uh, entrepreneurial startup with your wife? Definitely. So um, when we started, so we launched the company about a year and a half ago, but when we were planning uh, the company, that was probably about three years ago. So I was 24 and just out of college and Matilda was uh, 19 or no, 21, 21 years old. Uh, And so we were both, you know, very young. We didn't know what we were doing professionally with our lives at that point. And when we both kind of thought of this idea to create a backpack together, uh, it, it kind of naturally fell into the, uh, into gear that we would both be doing it together. Um, and so we didn't really talk about it or anything. It just kind of happened. Uh, and yeah, so basically when we started the company, um, we knew that we had different skill sets, uh, which, uh, is very lucky for us because anything that um, I'm super terrible at, Matilda is awesome at, and you know, vice versa. What's so, an example uh, of your individual strengths that you bring to the table? So, for example, I guess before uh, before we launched the company, I was doing real estate. This was in between my time uh, graduating from Colorado State University and starting the company. I was in real estate for about a year. And uh, so I guess my my side of the business was more the sales and marketing end of it. And then since she was, uh, she went to school for interior design and she had more of the, you know, vision on how to make our website look amazing on, she, she posts all the content for our Instagram page and, you know, just makes everything look aesthetically pleasing, including the designs of the backpacks. Uh, we both do those together, but she definitely has, you know, an eye for what's going to look really good. So gotcha. I think more like the artistic side uh, and the, you know, business side. So I feel like those two are definitely not easy to uh, combine, but... Um, yeah, it luckily we we try to make it work as best as possible. Oh, it makes perfect sense. And and how cool, like, you know, I, I've seen a lot of partnerships work and a lot of partnerships not, whether they're married or unmarried. Um, but the ones that work tend to be the ones that, you know, you actually have two different positions. And, you know, you can be running as a CEO and she's a CMO or, you know, as as it grows, whatever that is. Um, and you are growing. You are growing. It looks like um I saw coming up in Urban Outfitters. Is that still, you struck a deal with Urban Outfitters? Yep, exactly. So, uh, tell me about that, man. How did that, <laughs> how did that come about? How did you open up the conversation? 
Yeah. So we're, we're super excited to team up with urban outfitters and yeah. So we, um, basically I sent the buyer, uh, I, I found the buyer for, uh, accessories and backpacks for urban outfitters on LinkedIn. I added them as a contact, uh, when they accepted my, when they accepted my friend request, <laughs> they want to be I, a friend. I sent them, uh, information about, uh, our company and, how we would love to be in Urban Outfitters. And, you know, I, I sent this around to a lot of different uh, companies like REI, uh, you know, various uh, retailers. And we were fortunate enough to get a response back that they wanted to see samples. And uh, so obviously we sent samples out right away. And they wrote back about a week later saying, uh, cool, uh, if we can just... Ch- uh, change one thing about the backpack to make it an urban outfitters exclusive backpack, we would like to carry it. So we were like, uh, done, done uh, and done. <laughs> wow. That's phenomenal. So you're going to be an urban outfitters. Uh, you're there now in July, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we're shipping out the backpacks to their warehouse in June. And, uh, so I guess it should be around July, August that they're actually start appearing in, in their stores. Nice. So as, as this show drops, guys, you can, uh, you can probably find them right now in Urban Outfitters. That is awesome. Uh, Kelly, man, this has been awesome. So good to get to know you and, and really to hear the story behind, behind the backpack with your marriage, with the meals. And congratulations on just a phenomenal startup and really a bootstrap startup. You know, I've, I've had people on that have done, you know, million dollar plus Kickstarters. I've had people on that, you know, came from a, a family of wealth and for you and your parents to say, hey, let's put a couple thousand dollars together and do this. Um, just all the best in the world to you. Kelly, how do we find out more about adventurous backpacks? Where do you want people to go? Uh, plug your stuff, man. Let's get these things in the hands <laughs> of the people. Well, first of all, thanks so much, Matt, for having me on here. Uh, it was awesome talking with you. And Uh, As far as like finding us on social media, you can find us um, as mentioned in the podcast at Adventurist Backpacks is our Instagram handle. So you can find us there on Instagram, also on Facebook, uh, Adventurist Backpacks, uh, or if you just search Adventurist Backpack Company on either of those platforms, you'll be able to find us. Uh, And our website is uh, adventuristbackpacks.com. So. I think that covers it. So let's make sure you understand. It's not adventure, but adventurist. So I-S-T, adventurist backpacks. Backpacks is plural, adventuristbackpacks.com. And then you have, by the time, again, this drops, you should have either just about out or already out uh, two new brands. You have a a midsize. That's the classic. You're coming out with a weekender. So a larger one, which I'm going to like, and I'm going to want that. And then also (laughs) a smaller one called the Safari. So that's going to be your kind of your, your purse merce uh, sort of um, solution there to wander around. This is more for the coffee shops and just about town, I would assume. Exactly, uh, yep. So check those out. You got the classic, the Weekender, and the Safari, adventurousbackpacks.com. Kelly, thank you so much, Kelly Belkner. Uh, say hello to your lovely wife, Matilda. I wish, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting her at some point, maybe when we're visiting Colorado. Absolutely, and sounds great. Uh, thanks so much, Matt. It was awesome talking to you. All right, guys, that is my interview with Kelly Belknap. Remember, follow Kelly and his wife, Matilda, at Adventurous Backpacks on Instagram, Facebook, and adventurousbackpacks.com. Grab this backpack. I brought it on my recent trip. We didn't even talk about it in the interview, but I did a two-day trip 
Um, I went to go do CBS TV in, in Washington, D.C. I flew from Grand Rapids to D.C., from D.C. the very next day to New York to speak at the Bar Association, from New York back to uh, Grand Rapids. So it was like three cities in two days, hotels, flights, the whole thing. And I love this thing. It, it worked perfectly. It fit everything I needed for my carry-on. Not too heavy. It fit easily, like in the seat underneath with a ton of leg room. Um, it was just fun. And I kind of, I liked the feeling. I liked the look of it. It has these cool two like leather straps that go over the top, over the zipper bit. Um, it just kind of, I don't know, it looks, it looks like something that you'd see in Urban Outfitters. It's absolutely perfect. And for well under a hundred bucks, you can't go wrong. And for feeding uh, 25 meals to people in need, how cool is that? Hey, if you love the show and you listen on the radio, make sure you head over to iTunes. Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, you can get the podcast version of this. You can subscribe, download, rate and review the show. We sure appreciate it. Uh, or if you're anywhere from Long Beach, Jacksonville, Florida, anywhere coast to coast, you can listen on 16 uh, stations. I'm sure you're maybe you're in the car right now listening to us and I appreciate that. But go get the podcast. You can get it on demand anytime you want. As usual, get out there and crush it and I'll see you in a few days. <laughs>